Hey, Julie. Hey, Julie. Welcome to Hey, Julie, a podcast about many things this time of year. <laughs> I guess one of them is Big Brother. It's still about Big... I mean, the impetus for doing this emergency pod alert ew, 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 is because of something Big Brother related. Yes, I and it's not. And I saw you just put out the little ear, ear, ear on Twitter, like, "Yo, we're taping. We got send us questions." Oh, my name is Brett, by the way. That that's Danielle. I'm Danielle. I'm Danielle. <laughs> and, and someone was like, "What? Like, why? Why are you doing this? What happened? Yes. Big Brother related? Trust yes, me, that, America. That. Nothing publicly Big Brother related happened. Something privately Big Brother related happened. Exactly, which is even more scandalous and salacious and exciting. That question was from Vegetable Claire. Just want to give her a shout yes. out. Veg, Veggie Claire was on it. She yep. saw the tweet. The Hey Julie signal went out in the air. She saw it and jumped right on. So, so are we going to start with that? Yes, we, we should. All right. So <laughs> the private big brother emergency was that Danielle and her husband Thomas got a cliff hog cameo for their friend. Yes. Okay. So I know hearing that you might be underwhelmed. You might think, how is that an emergency? <laughs> Worthy of its own podcast. So Brett opened my eyes this past summer to the possibilities of Big Brother cameos. Let's just play the Cliff Hog cameo <laughs> okay. right now. I'm, I'm not going to play the full thing because it's like two minutes long, but I'm going to play the okay. best part of it, which is about yeah. us. <laughs> now, Danny and Thomas said that you're a brilliant woman, a wonderful friend, and they said that you have excellent taste based on you listening to the Hey Julie podcast. You know what? Since I got out of the house, I've been listening to the Hey Julie podcast as well. I got to agree with them. Good job, Meg. Okay, so do you think this Cliff is, Hawk, do you think Cliff Hawkins listened to our podcast? Absolutely not. <laughs> I mean, that was the biggest lie. It was just it was a bald faced lie. But you know, that's what gets you third place in BB. The oh, ability yeah. to tell a lie and commit to it. Oh yeah. He you know, he was he knew what was going on going in that house. He knows he knows I'm twenty five years older than everybody else in there. <laughs> Except for Holly from Wyoming. She's she's pushing thirty two oh, yeah. or whatever. <laughs> but he know he knows he's got a lie, he's got a wheel and deal. So this, you know, he saved himself used, from the from the block again. He's used to lying about like listening and watching and being aware of cooler things because yeah he had to keep up with those young kids all summer he told them he loved astro world he told them <laughs> <laughs> he told them he loved hustlers starring j-lo he told them what? he in big brother no i'm kidding I'm just oh, okay giving examples oh okay of cool hip things just like the hey julie podcast and that's why he was so adept at lying and saying he listened to it I am going to move, go in the other direction. I'm going to say that it is confirmed that Cliff Hogg, the third, listens to this podcast and he subscribes. So for the rest of our series, yes. as long as we do this, I will Which address forever. I will address Cliff Hogg, the third, directly because I know he's listening. Cliff, <laughs> thank you for listening. You're welcome yeah, to come on anytime. Hit us up on anytime. Twitter at HeyJulieBB, at Brett Raider, at Danny Mop. DM us, slide into the DMs clip. You'll figure, you'll, you'll figure out from the from your kids what that means, you know, before the wife. And you'll <laughs> and, and reach out and we'll get you on the pod anytime because you're a listen, you're a loyal listener. And here's like here's a case I will also make in favor of him not lying and possibly listening to Hey Julie mm -hmm. is that. Okay, you get out of the Big Brother house yeah. and you're famous, especially because, I mean, in, in the Big Brother world, because especially if you're third, because you lasted so long. So like a good portion of the CBS viewing audience knows who you are, right? So High approval you get all, rating. Yes, you get and you get all the big press hits. You know, you do you do your your time on Bold and the Beautiful and you go on the talk and you like you're maybe there's a piece written up about you and just Jared or whatever. As Just time cliff. goes on, <laughs> time goes on, the press starts to lose interest in your last week's news. But you still want a taste of that 
highfalutin fame life. You want to you want to hear what people were saying about you. So you'll listen to any podcast. You'll read any piece of news and you'll go back and you'll listen to even a fledgling non-official podcast like Hey Julie and you'll eat it up. And so that's why I think it's possible he perhaps listened to Hey Julie a bit. Some he spent the night with a bulletproof vest on in like the Guatemalan oil fields, like praying that he would see his wife again, probably listening to our podcast on some <laughs> AirPod pros or whatever. Listen, you, it's a long flight to Guatemala. You got to listen to something yeah. and you're going to run out of Rob has a podcast at a certain point. Oh, so. Well, that's not what Rob's uh, media strategy is. It's to release as many podcasts as humanly possible, which is not what we do here. You and I have no. jobs that are not exactly this somehow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My job is to make other podcasts. Well, that so that is the bomb we just dropped. You thought Bombshell was a movie starring Charlize Theron. It was actually what just happened on Hey Julie. But we figured we should do this emergency pod and also just fill you guys in on what else is going on. So I still have a few things about cameo in general. And okay. then we can move on to like if you've seen cats yet. Okay. One. This summer, first week of August. You know what happens <laughs> in the first week of August, Danielle? Oh, God. I know of two things that happen in the first week of August. Yeah. You and I were born 364 days apart. <laughs> so yes. that our days, our birthdays are actually one day apart. Yes. <laughs> I purchased for you a Morgan Willett cameo, The Queen. Yes. And I played it on these very airwaves. And, and you I promised that you would do something similar <laughs> for me. And to my surprise, Friday, De- Thursday, December 26th, I get a text message. From Danielle Gibson. I haven't spoken to Danielle in a couple weeks. What's up? Brett, look at this. And you fucking show me a cameo that you bought for somebody else of Cliff Hogg. And you have yet to give me my cameo present for my birthday from four months ago. What, okay. What's up with that? I'm really glad you brought this up, actually, because I I did hesitate in sending you that cameo <laughs> because because <laughs> I realized I hadn't gotten yours yet. Because here is the God's honest truth: I didn't get. I forgot. I dropped the ball yep. <laughs> and didn't get it for you for your birthday. But then I was like, oh, I'll get it for for him for Christmas. <laughs> But then, oh, if I'm being Merry totally Christmas, honest, I got a Cliff Hart cameo for somebody else. Yeah, but if I'm being totally honest, it's because I didn't remember if you celebrated Christmas or not. So I, I was celebrate gonna, anything. Well, there you go. So it would have been so offensive, and you would have been triggered. <laughs> I'm such a snowflake. So I, I was like, oh, I'll get him one for New Year's. I didn't realize like that Cliff was gonna call out hey julie even though i did put it in the copy <laughs> he's like ron so, burgundy anything you put in the little description box he'll talk about i just didn't know that i was gonna want to share it with you before i got you your own but you know what i did and that's the truth and i'm glad you're airing this grievance so that we can get it out on the table because yes i do still want to get you a cameo and i will mark my words every listener send it to me when listens- i least express who actually listens to this Hey Julie Big Brother (laughs) podcast in the dead of winter when no Big Brother is currently on can hold me to it. Hold my ass to it. You know what? Call me out, sis. I did. (laughs) All right. The the grievances have been aired. (laughs) If you hadn't brought it up, I would have brought it up. I swear. Okay. This is what I wanted to talk about. Um, Next topic, still cameo related. <laughs> Have you seen the Big Brother alumni? Um, what's the guy's name from Sugar Ray? Oh yes, Mark. Mark McGrath. Mark Have you seen McGrath. the Mark McGrath cameo from like a month I or two have, ago? But it's it's got to be fake. 
internet look this up i'm not gonna put the full audio for it on the pod just google it about a month or two ago like i guess early november someone had cameo requested mark mcgrath to break up with her boyfriend yes and hey if you listen to this podcast you've spent some time with mark mcgrath and he seems shit, lovely. Because this shit was going down, and my friends were like, is this real? Is this not real? What's wrong with Mark McGrath? Is he high? What's going on? I'm like, yo, guys, I'm actually a bit of a Mark, like a <laughs> contemporary Mark McGrath expert, as he was yeah. on Celebrity Big Brother 18 months ago, and I watched it. <laughs> and this is what Mark McGrath is like, and he's a kind of a genuine, he seems like a good guy. Uh, brain might be a little bit fried from, you know, singing every of morning. Course. Every, every once morning. a day for, for <laughs> the rest of yeah. his life and being a rock star but just look it up i was it do you like it do you hate it i did like it because as with anything he did and we saw this on big brother he gave it his all he was oh, very yeah. endearing and good-natured about it do i think it was real i don't know here's the thing when i got that cameo for meg not for you um, I noticed in the copy that it says, it says, do it, say, have the celebrity do whatever you want. Wish someone a happy birthday or break up with them. That's literally in the suggested it is in the, copy. Yeah, I think I remember that. Yeah. It's like the copy on the website is like fun and like, whatever you're paying. Yeah. <laughs> you're yeah, paying exactly. someone 25 <laughs> bucks to be, to be your bitch and say whatever the fuck you want. I yeah. wonder with. I mean, if someone had a lot of extra cash, like how far they could get someone to say something like really, truly horrible. Well, here's the thing. Was it was it so shocking and viral because it was a celebrity breaking up with someone or was it so shocking because it was Mark McGrath and he was doing a really good job? <laughs> he was like really feeling for this guy. It was a confluence of a few things. Like he was like, <laughs> I mean, I guess it's up to the the cameo, you know, you know, host, right? Like whether it's a Big Brother player or, a, you know, a, a F retired NFL athlete or whatever, to like deny. I guess they can reject anything they get. Um, but he, yeah, he gives it his all, and he's like, "Listen, he's like, this is like a good, this is a good time for you to like really like you know reconnect with the rest of your life. Fig you know, figure, take a step back, figure things out. It, it was just, it was. I think it was just a confluence of like. Him being really positive about it, having some good things, sort of being a little bit tongue in cheek about how weird this is. Yeah, it was just it was just a perfect piece of content in twenty. Also, you know, you said it. Sometimes the celebrities can reject it. And I just want to clear another thing up, which is that I did get you a cameo. I ordered one. It supposedly went through. It was from the Queen Janelle. Oh yeah, I remember you told me you were yeah, and yeah. she rejected it. And so she rejected that, me yeah, in the winter so, of my discontent. So that, like, that threw me for a loop. Okay. I had it, and I had the intent. Doesn't intent matter, Your Honor? Uh, the intent's card only three, had four, been... three-fourths of the law. All right. Here, hold my, on. My, I have, I, let me, let me run a fucking charged. scenario by you. Okay. It is, it is December 4th. You okay. find the perfect gift on Amazon.com for <laughs> yes. your husband, your new husband. Yes. And you order it. And then like a day later, Amazon sends you an email like, hey, we had trouble fulfilling this order. Um, yeah. Like we, you know, whatever. We don't have this anymore. What do you do? Yeah. I probably would have forgotten until the day before. You probably and then I'd in a rush. You probably gone would have sent to the him Apple store. a fucking video <laughs> on the day after Christmas of like, look at this present I got someone else. <laughs> I did order you a present. They didn't have any in stock, and I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I mean, I have to fight for my innocence, but of course, I think we can both agree. Hashtag Brett was right <laughs> in this case. <laughs> <laughs> you're right and now you're gonna get a cameo when you least expect it i can't wait <laughs> i can't wait you're not gonna you might not like it i hope it's i hope it's the serial guy from a couple years ago <laughs> <laughs> i hope it's a raven Matt. Uh, <clears throat> all right is there any other any other big brother um 
things you need to get off your chest. No. So there was this thing. I mean, there's like, I, I guess, one thing, which is like. Okay. In October and November, Julie was IG in a bit. Yes. Oh, yes. And she was just like, like, she was like. I don't even remember if this is right, but she was like wearing a University of Florida hat and doing the little chomp chomp like Zach, Zach Rance. And she was just doing a yeah. lot of these homages to iconic players from the last five years. Yes. And everyone's like, All Stars 2 is happening. Book it. I'm not canceling my CBS All Access. <laughs> yes. I canceled mine. And that was going on for like two months. And then it was a long prank. Julie Chen Moonves. I don't know. She, I don't know. She, she got tired of the prank. She got she tired just... of the prank. Yeah. I, I don't know. So <clears throat> what was she doing? BB All Stars 2, all act, BB OTT 2, colon, All Stars 2, colon, all access. I don't know if that's happening. <laughs> you yeah, know, you know I'd watch it. You know we talk about it, but I don't oh know. That, that's kind of the only Big Brother thing that's happening. Yeah, because uh, there's no celeb BB this year. No, as far as I can tell, I actually no. looked this up because I was thinking it would start in February, but there's there isn't. Yeah, and yeah, we haven't really heard any other rumors except for the rumor mongering that. Julie herself was doing, which I guess it was just for Halloween. Is that what was happening? I have no idea. Well, either way, it was very bizarre. I think she's going through through something at home. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I want. Okay. Well, before we move on from BB, let me bring in the BB question. Oh yeah. If there's any BB questions, and then we'll get we'll hit the general. Potpourri You're going to love this. You're going to love this. I don't remember anybody's names from Big Brother anymore, <laughs> as it is my off-season. Well, you're going to have to whip some up, because from at Joshi Raw, Ooh. create a Big Brother <laughs> winners at war. Airing in the winter CBB position, 11 house guests, 6-5 gender split either way. Big Brother winners at war. So we'd have to have... They have to be winners? We'd have to pick 11 winners. I can't name 11 11 winners. of the 21? Yeah. No. That's like a challenge in itself. No. That's a challenge in and of itself. Yeah, here's the thing. The winners aren't necessarily the most interesting players, Joshy Raw. No, yeah. You need to, they need to do like a second chance season with like people who performed very well but didn't win. And... Yeah. Uh, you know, like Vanessa needs to be on there. Um, I don't know. Maybe Crazy Christmas, who like? Oh my gosh, Christmas is like branched I, out into real celebrity gossip sites. She's branched she out into on like TMZ. Getting arrested. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> like having a baby and getting arrested in moments after Christmas was like this b- beautiful, fit woman she had just got out of like a very long-term relationship before what was that bb 19 bb 20 yes 19 she just got out of like a long serious relationship she comes on this show she fucking tears her like ligaments in her legs she votes from a hospital bed (laughs) and like there was some there was drama about like is this girl too high to even like know what she's doing right now she comes yeah. in, she gets like fourth or fifth place, something like that. Maybe even third place. I don't even know. She doesn't even care, though. She immediately leaves the house and gets prego with some random guy that she's not with anymore and then gets arrested. Yeah. Florida man and, style. Yeah. It was it, like, it wasn't like, it wasn't like bank fraud. It was like Arby's <laughs> 2 a.m. Or kind of yeah, arrest. it was like she beat up she or she tried to beat either him up or his new girlfriend up because this loser, the guy she got with, he he gets her pregnant and then immediately cheats on her with someone else. She's nine months pregnant, bro. Save it. Save oh, it till man. the kid's born. My God. Yeah. You can't hold off a couple months. Yeah, so Christmas is going in with the the house. <laughs> What one question I had learning all this was where was that Christmas in during BB? 
Well, like, she had a couple good fights, but she was mostly pretty lame. She was on opioids the entire time. Yeah, that's that. I mean, honestly, Big Brother ruined her life. It really Probably, did. <laughs> like, I mean, we say this all the time. Big Brother ruins lives. The only person whose life it didn't ruin was Cliff Hoggs because he like, had a life already. But it ruins everyone else's life. Tyler and Angela moved back to South Carolina together. Yeah, because they couldn't stand the heat of L.A. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Not hot. They realized it's not hot. Oh, speaking of, we got a comment from Sean W. Snyder saying, Also, I've been streaming Hey Julie from your all's first episode, and I'm so happy Santa answered my wish for a new app. That's a hot. (laughs) (laughs) And yeah, he has a question. No renewal of BB Celeb and no winter all stars. Is that a hot or a not for CBS? <laughs> that's gonna be a not for me. Yeah, it's a not. It's a very obvious that's a very obvious question from Sean, but yes, of course that's a not. We're upset. Honestly, I could have done with some BB this winter. It's gonna be a long winter and I need something to get me through. I know, and I've you know, without getting into too much detail, I've had some changes in my personal life that uh I have I guess still employed, but I have a little bit more spare time than I usually do. <laughs> so man, like I'm ready to dive into some feeds. I'm ready to talk to pod at fucking yeah. six AM so I can get to <laughs> Danny before she goes to work. Uh, I know that life. I know it. I miss it. I'd love to be listening. I'd love to have some feeds on right now. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, oh, the circle. The circle. Are we watching the circle on Netflix? Hell yeah. So Brett sent me. (laughs) Yeah, it's this. It's this reality show. No, I think it's a New Year's Day thing. You guys, would you listen if we potted through the circle? (laughs) But it's on Netflix. All the episodes come out at once. No, sometimes Netflix does week after week. Oh, okay. They did that with um, Great British Bake Off. They did. All these streaming services are catching wise. They're all like, let's make these losers wait so we get more of their money because so, they have to keep renewing month to month. Give me that seven ninety nine. So the circle, not to be confused with the 2017 sci-fi drama starring Emma, Tom, Emma Watson, Watson and Tom Hanks. Yeah. The circle premieres on <laughs> sorry I'm going to the website for it so if it oh my gosh. or something like that it's like big brother January but in 1st, a house. 2020 oh, I found oh it already gosh. You're too, too slow all right January so we're watching 1st, 2020. that we potting yes. on Thursday the second or late yes. in the afternoon on <laughs> the first <laughs> right possibly listen I'm down. I have the day off on January 1st. Um, and it's hosted by Michelle Buteau, who, who I've met oh. and is very funny. <laughs> She's a comedian. Um, so What's... please, ex- can you explain the circle? Just explain it to people because okay. I still am not entirely is, sure I understand. It is like, so they're all in an apartment building and there is a camera. <laughs> I guess it's called the circle for two reasons. So, they all they interact with each other via a social network called the circle that they use through their Apple TV like devices. There's like a Roku or some shit in their thing. And they have a profile and they can post and send DMs and like video chat, but they can't see each other's like faces or like their voices are modulated because at the beginning of the series when they set up the profile, they can set up the profile however they want. Like it doesn't have to be a picture of you and your name. It can be a different, a different photo. It could be a different gender or whatever. So the people don't know exactly if like the name and the face and the voice are the name and the face and the voice of the real person. So like, and so that's called the, 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 the little like closed network social media site is called the circle. And there appears to be on the outside of the building, a giant track, like sort of suspended along the wall, the out, the outer wall of the <laughs> building and a circle and a cameras on it. And it sort of just like moves in a circle and like, and appears into their apartments or whatever. Yeah. Y'all have Netflix, Google it, figure it out. I mean, I'm looking at the cast right now and I'm Iconic. loving it. 
I'm loving it. Um, everyone gives everyone gives last names except for a girl named Karen. She <laughs> does not want to do that. And then someone's name is Seaborn. That's his name. Oh, Seaburn. Sorry, Seaburn. <laughs> Burn on me. Um, so it looks great. I think we should definitely at least do one episode about it because just to get our, our feet wet. In yeah, it, we'll, you know? we'll figure it out. Yeah. Yeah, it's very exciting. Yeah, based on a British show. So th- that's the end of our um, our comments and questions. Oh, wait, no, we have one more question. And it's from Small Baby. <laughs> and it's, did y'all watch the latest season of Survivor? If so, no. why is it like years ahead of BB in terms of inclusivity and important conversations? Since they're both CBS, is there hope that BB will ever be that self-aware? So here's the problem. It's going to be a baby. no and a no. <laughs> that, those are the problems. So no, we don't watch Survivor. Um, but that doesn't mean I didn't hear about the controversy. I heard all about it. Oh yeah, there was an article in the New York Times about it. it this was a big oh, this was huge controversy. This was huge. I I'm still uh, um I know that it was like he was in it. There was a male person on Survivor who was inappropriate to the women. White touching, man, I believe. White man, I, evil. He, yeah, as early as the first episode, contestants were making you know, in their little like one-on-one confessionals, like talking about how they were uncomfortable with this guy who's just happy to put a hand on a thigh, you know? Mm, Sure. So the conversation is like, why didn't they get taken out earlier? Right. Cause he was, wasn't he, did they even take him out or was he just voted off? So neither of us watched this, but we did read about it because we are culture queens. Mm. Yes. Except I can't answer that question, even though I read that article. I, I couldn't make sense of whether I he read was much actually about like it. so yes. he was he was touching people. He was getting a little handsy. Yeah. And people were other women in the cast were concerned about it. I believe a woman called him out about it. This is the thing I, I, I probably know about the least. One woman, I guess, who was either a victim or, or something like that, or who'd called him out, like immediately was voted out. Like when that uh, when that happened, and that was kind of the, where some there was like this, and this was like in the middle of the season, some drama about it. If you want to at me with like what actually happened, sure, yeah, I don't us. care, sure. but like whatever. Do it I'm at gonna, Hey Julie, BB. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Danielle, <laughs> not me. And this became a this became known to the production and. Production said at one point, you know, off camera before one of the competitions, they said, or you know, they publicly said, oh, well, we checked in with all the contestants and made sure they were feeling safe. And the contestants afterwards, after all this was done, was like, yeah, they pulled us aside like five minutes before a competition was supposed to start. And they said this very, and they asked me very vaguely, like, if I'm feeling safe. And I mostly was confused because I didn't really know what they were talking about. And I thought they were talking about the competition. I don't know. I was in the headspace to do the immunity comp or whatever. I didn't like quite understand that they were talking about this guy like grabbing people. Um, so there's a little bit of dramas around that. And then like at final three or final, I guess at final four, he was removed from the game for an off-camera incident with a production member. So that's what what that's what drew the line for production. It's like, all right, so if he's if he's like touching other contestants like breasts or legs or whatever, that's in the that's in the game. That's cool. But if he's like touching a camera woman or a, a production manager or whatever, that's not cool. I don't know. Like, it probably shouldn't have been cool the first time around. Exactly. If that's, I mean, it's honestly almost the opposite. It's like people will do bad things when they don't think they're being filmed. If they're comfortable being filmed doing these bad things, yeah. then you don't want to know what they're doing off camera. Again, some of the, lots of the details of what I just said might be very wrong. There's plenty right. of writing about it online uh, because it, it's, been, I guess, one of the more publicized ver- uh, seasons of Survivor for obvious reasons, right? So, um, 
why is Big Brother not as good as Survivor? I, I well, mean, it's, it's like it's just the trash. It's just like the trash heap. It's just like you know. <laughs> it 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 gets really no respect. No one's putting any respect on BB's name. I think CBS has all just forgotten. I mean, it's one saving grace, honestly, was the fact that is the fact that Julie Chen hosts it. Julie Chen Moonves, excuse me, because then at least Les Moonves couldn't have forgotten about it. But now that he's not in charge, I'm concerned. They gotta get Dunkelman on there. Yeah, they gotta. I mean, they got to raise the money to a million bucks. <laughs> they have That's to. crazy. Like, it is, <laughs> that is crazy. It's going to be like <laughs> 2065 and like a bagel will cost a half a million dollars. <laughs> and they're like, oh, we're still keeping a half million dollars. Um, yeah. And they have to shorten it up. Snip, snip, because Survivor's only, what, three weeks long? <laughs> like, Well, that's different because each like episode is three days. Is like right. three days of real time. Like, so, like, basically, a you know, a, a luxury comp, an immunity comp, and an and, and a eviction, or whatever the hell they call it, is, like, two or three days of IRL time. And this is, like, a week. And I understand wanting to do the week thing, but it's, like, they feel like they have to do this thing every year where it's, like, 101 days. It's the longest season ever. <laughs> twisty, yeah. twisty, twist. And it's, like. We don't want that. No, nobody likes this. Just like we don't like it. Make it 89 days. Exactly. Start it on memor- after Memorial Day and end it July 4th. Whoa. <laughs> I know. Listen, I'm sitting hot takes. Hot takes over here. So um, I don't know. I'm I'm done. Well, CBS. that's sort of that's sort of tied into the second question okay. we got from Joshi Ra, which was how can we make BB great again in 2020? And yeah, it's the bigger prize money, shorter season. And like, here's something I'm curious about, Brett. What's a cast archetype that you would love to see in 2020? Because um, I have one. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, hmm. Why don't you go and then I will go because I'm still thinking. Here's what I would I would love to. I don't think this has been really done before. I would love to see an uber douchey, like cool. I'm doing finger quotes. Tech bro. Oh yeah. Like not not a nerd. They, they always do like he has glasses and he likes computers, so he's like no, the you, nerd of our. No, you cast. want like Travis Kalanick. Yeah, exactly. I want a freaking bro, but who's like a programmer and I want his ass to get handed to him. Like that's such a fun to see someone like that fall from grace on Big Brother would be so fun. I think that's what the public wants. The public wants to see not necessarily Zuckerberg, but someone like someone who does intermittent fasting and who like buys everything Kith and everything. APC or whatever. He's like got expensive taste and like has a Tesla and stands Elon Musk. I want to see that guy in the house. Yeah, that's a new one. That's good. Yeah, you know, you you you're opening my eyes a bit. I don't know. I, I can't really think of anything. Um whew, I don't know. It's tough because we're so used to the ones they give us. Also, like I feel like we've had a lot and then any sort of any sort of Ooh. weird ones like don't seem super stereotypy, like Johnny Mac. Like that's not really a stereotype. But, like that's just a weird right. guy. But like <laughs> yeah. not, but like not in a like a nerdy uh-huh. way, like in the way that we normally think of as like, oh, this guy's weird. It's like he's like, you know, he's he's fit. He plays guitar. He's probably gonna make more than five hundred thousand dollars in his life. Because <laughs> 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 he's a doctor. <laughs> but like, <laughs> oh, I have another. So go go for it. I would love to see an absolutely stunning, gorgeous, 30-year-old yet mother of five Mormon mommy blogger. Yeah, like a ooh, yeah, like a anti-vax mom. Yes. Oh yes. Just like straight from the cornfields of Utah. Are there cornfields in Utah? Utah's a beautiful state. I do not believe there are <laughs> cornfields there, but there might be. I don't know. I want her to be like that's who I've been following on Instagram lately. Is a lot of mommy Mormon mommy bloggers, Whoa, and they're a I'm whole like breed. Really afraid about the next decade of your life. 
Uh, <laughs> I'm going to make some changes inspired by these women. No, they're just a whole breed. And I would love to see, because they're all like, let, if there's one thing I think we can all agree on, it's that Mormons are, hot. are, are they're hot and they're better than us. Because they're unattainable. <laughs> they they're unattainable. They're hot. They're nicer than anyone has any right to be. I mean, they're very attainable if you're willing to make a uh, infinity long commitment. An eternal commitment, but which I'm not willing to make. They're just so they're I love Mormons. I think they're incredible. Except for the ones, you know, the really bad ones who like shun gay people. I don't like that. But Yeah, you know, there were a bunch of Mormons who or I grew up in LA. They're all very nice. Exactly. And that's why I want to see them. I want to see one of them in the Big Brother house trying to convert, trying to spread the word of Latter-day Saints. Yeah, yeah. And like I want to see what happens. Like an alternative, like an alternative, like conservative Christian, like not just exactly. Like so beast mode cowboy with his like not of this world tattoo and just like sort of like a like a Ford F one fifty like Middle America Christian guy. But like, yeah, like that'll be interesting. Hmm. Exactly. What about in your tech vein, like? I, I I don't know. It would be too like understated, I guess, but just like sort of a like a Seattle tech person who's not like like a crunchy hipster. Yeah, sure. I don't know. <laughs> I don't, I don't when I think of Seattle, I'm either thinking a hippie or Fraser Crane. Oh. oh my god! Just get just get Kelsey Grammer in there. Not even celebrity <laughs> Big Brother. Just regular Big Brother. I would love love Grammer. love to see that. I have seen Kelsey Grammer on a reality show. He was on. The first season of Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, oh, yeah. and it was spectacular. Um, all right. Well, that, I think, concludes anything about Big Brother. We did just get one comment from very lovely LJ, and she said, whoa. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> to the idea of us podcasting on this day of 20, 20, one of the last days of this decade. Um, so what other pop culture things did you just want to touch on briefly? Winter of Adam Driver. Mm, yes, the winter of our discontent did and see, Adam Driver. Did you see Marriage Story? I watched it over the course of several nights because I I kept watching like thirty minute increments oh, of it. Shame. <laughs> it is. What did you think? I enjoyed it. I thought it was good, but my opinion was, and I stand by this. I think those two could have made it work. I think they should have stayed together. I mean, I don't. I don't know. It was a waste a waste of money to get that divorce. They could have had just a couple conversations and figured this thing out. It's weird because you kind of don't really see them together like in a good times in it. Mm-hmm. And you also kind of don't see like what's the like what's the actual like impetus for the divorce cuz like sort of when they pick up in media res it's like he's already sleeping on the couch. It's well, sort it of like understood that they're getting a, they kind of know that they're getting a divorce like already so well, here's what it was. Uh, you weren't paying attention, clearly. I was because- <laughs> very much paying attention because I loved I loved it. I, I was enthralled. I cried multiple times. Well, maybe you were too busy crying to I, listen to ScarJo during her monologue because she said it was because she always wanted to move back to L.A. And finally, she got the TV show offer. Yeah. And he was like, as usual, he was like, you can use that money to put back into the company. And then he didn't want he still didn't want to go. So she was like, it's always about him and what he wants. And that was the final straw, pissed off, because she realized she's never going to come first. What did you think? So I made a bet. Which I think, oh, yeah, sorry. okay. I made a bet that the meme of this movie was going to be Adam Driver singing from Company. <laughs> and it yeah. wasn't. It was the fighting scene, which is just right. a copy of the Orange County Choppers meme. <laughs> um, so um, I feel bad about that. But I, I love when he was singing Don't feel bad. company, oh my gosh. I know I'm a man. You know, I'm in like musicals and stuff, but that was like right. That was that was for me. That, that was your sweet spot. Me. Oh my god. Yeah. Certainly. Yeah, that was exploring the company soundtrack lately. Oh, it's a great soundtrack, uh, great musical, wonderful Steven Sondheim lyrics as usual. Um yeah, that was good. And they sang, ScarJo sang a song from it too. 
that no one's talking about this. She also sang a song in the movie, her and her sisters and the mom. Is that from company as well? Yes. I don't even even remember. (laughs) (laughs) It's you could drive a person crazy. It's a fun little ditty. You don't think of it when you think of Stephen Sondheim because it's like fun and kooky. He is fun and kooky. And yeah, but he's also very deep. He's so deep. Yes. Um, well, I give I gave Marriage Stars out of five star Marriage Stars. I give Marriage Story out of five stars, four stars. I give it five. I give it four Baby Yodas. <laughs> Speaking of Baby Yodas, did you yes. see a Star War? No, because I don't need to. Because I'm watching the Mando. This is the conclusion of the Skywalker saga, Danielle. Yes, but I don't care about him. I only care about Yoda. Baby Yoda. Specifically, Baby Yoda. And here's something I need to bring up, just in case anyone's living in this fantasy that I was living in. So I'm watching Mandalorian, and I pulled to you because I, I stopped paying attention, clearly. I, I thought this whole time that this story was about Yoda as a baby. No. Everyone's calling him, yeah, but everyone's calling him Baby Yoda, and he looks exactly like Baby as, the like character's Yoda. The name is The Child. No, it, it's that's because they didn't know to name him Yoda yet <laughs> because he's a baby and he doesn't have any parents and he's powerful like Yoda and he's wearing Yoda's clothes. So why would I think he was anything other than Yoda? And suddenly everyone's telling me, Danielle, Yoda is a species. <laughs> There's more than one. That no. has blown my mind. What am I watching? I'm not watching Yoda. Who is this kid? I don't care. I... He's just some stranger bitch. Yoda is listen I have not watched a second of the Mandalorian other than what has been memed on the internet because why Danielle why don't I have why don't I watch Mandalorian you don't have Disney plus I don't have Disney plus and why don't I have Disney plus? <laughs> I don't know because, because you, I'm not a child Ryan? and I don't have children <laughs> but so, and yet you saw you saw Star War huh you got it I'm a completist <laughs> you saw it in theaters. You paid money. I saw I it on Christmas night by Disney myself. <laughs> <laughs> you know what you could have used that night to keep you company? So. A cameo. <laughs> oh, yeah. Meg Mailey. What up? $25. Uh, Say what up. Uh, <laughs> um, um, well, I just wanted to let people know that's not actually Yoda. That's just some baby who is a yoda which i guess is a species it's the species is not called a yoda it is an (laughs) unknown species so there are only three of those creatures in all of star wars canon there's yoda there's some other one with like red hair (laughs) like an irish Irish yoda (laughs) like an irish last yoda who's like in the prequels or whatever for like a minute its name is And then there's this child who I believe is like called the child in the man. Yeah, and you know how it got there? Because Yoda and the Yardle. <laughs> yeah. Well, how how else did you explain it? I don't know. I I mean I think the Yoda for lack of a better term, the Yoda species is a mystery in the Star Wars universe. There's a lot of mysteries, and this one I need solved. Maybe it's, you gotta watch it again. I don't know. Yeah, there's one episode left, and apparently it's fabulous. But oh, is that the finale? Today, so what? Have, yeah. Oh shit. Well, now I'll get Disney. Now I'll get Disney Plus because then I'll watch all the episodes in like a couple days. And uh, yeah, there you and then go. I'll unsubscribe. No, you could watch anything from their their I movies. Watch they have blank Mr. Limpet, Mr. Incredible <laughs> Mr. Limpet, fantastic. Mr. Um, Mr. Robot finale. Did you catch that? I don't watch that show. I don't watch that shit. <laughs> All right. I don't want to watch that. I, I got a lot of problems with that show. I'd say season... I watched Homecoming. Okay. I don't need oh, anything boy. else from Sam oh, Esmail. Oh, boy. I didn't even finish Homecoming. Season four of Mr. Robot, I would say, is probably the worst season of it, except for the final like three or four episodes, including the finale. All wonderful. Everyone but... else on the planet forgot that show existed except for you. I'm down with it. I watched most of season three on a plane about like a year ago. And I was like, I was like looking around like, you're watching this. This is so good. And everyone's like, I'm watching Suicide Squad on a two inch screen on the back of a fucking seat. Leave me alone. Loser. 
no, no, the way it was meant to be seen. Yeah. The way it was meant to be seen. Um, I just want to give two more. The the last two movies that I want to see in 2019. Cats. That I'm sure everyone wants to see. Yes. Not, one of them is Cats. And one of them is Richard Jewell. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Why do you want to support him? Clint Eastwood. And Richard Jewell. <laughs> because it Clint. looks good. Well, it looks like a Clint Eastwood movie. It's like quiet. It's like 93 minutes. People so say can, that like, watch his movies, you guys, here's the tea. All right. I'm sipping tea literally and I'm about to spill some. Clint Eastwood's movies are good. I know we don't want to hear it because we hate that he talked to that chair like it was Barack Obama. <laughs> but, <laughs> but somehow. <laughs> but what about he the. Keeps, he's 100 years old and he keeps seeing these movies that are all like pretty good. <laughs> What about the Olivia Wilde stuff? Oh, I don't care. You don't care? <laughs> no. I don't care. You know, some of these outrages that happen, I totally agree with. And my blood boils, too. And I get upset. But something like that, like I, I heard, like, oh, journalists don't have to But it completely undercuts their... the point of the movie. No. The point of the movie from what I can tell from the preview is that Richard Jewell was a sad man who lived with his mom who gets framed by the cops, but didn't do it. And he was framed by the, he was framed by the public. Cause he's like a weird looking guy who lived by himself. And it, he lived and with he his was mama, of course a person of interest by the FBI, just because he was like the guy who found the Bob. Like they just had to, they couldn't just say, you're not like, we're not going to interview you at all. So and let's was. be real. So and the whole point about and the whole point of the movie Richard Jewell is like yeah the the press and the evil media framed Richard Jewell and ruined his life because of this sort of lie about him. Yeah, that's what they're doing to this girl. This woman who's and 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 Richard Jewell's not here to defend himself anymore cuz he passed away, which is the same thing they're doing to this woman. They're saying this woman was actually the the whole lynch sexual linchpin behind why Whoa. Richard Jewell got all his got his <laughs> fucking life ruined. And you know what? I'd have to see it to make sure. <laughs> okay, great. <laughs> I will just say, you know, Richard Jewell in the movie looks like a puffy white guy, and he, the fact that the police investigated him, even though he turned out turned out being innocent, I think was the right choice. He lived alone. He was a freaky guy. Investigate him. It probably was him. That's the twist. What the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck? This is crazy. <laughs> you know, they always they're always the same, these criminals. They're white middle-aged men who can't get it together. <laughs> Oh my gosh. This is <laughs> this is absolutely They're quiet crazy. and all their neighbors say they getting, were so nice. Are you getting this from your Mormon <laughs> mommy blogger <laughs> feed? <laughs> I'm so glad that we're that we're ending this podcast on Richard Jewell. <laughs> <laughs> don't want to talk about cats? Well, I don't have anything. I'd love to see cats, but I haven't seen it yet. And I, I know I need here's the problem. I need to have a drink for cats. And after the excess of the holidays, I don't want to drink until New Year's, so I'm not seeing it for a while. Producers of Cats and Cliff Hogg III, I know you're both listening. Whatever the company is that released it, Universal, Warner Brothers, whatever. <laughs> yeah. Your movie bombed. That shit probably <laughs> yeah. cost over 100 mil to make. Oh, easy, easy. Not to mention the 100 mil to market. Mm. It made like 6 mil on opening weekend. And it was exclusively people in LA and New York seeing it ironically, <laughs> who have taken an UCB class. And they're gonna get they're gonna get another fifteen bucks, let me tell you. Producers of the film Cats, I have a request and a business proposition for you. <laughs> so you can recoup that money faster. Put <laughs> cats on Apple TV to rent Please. today. <laughs> Today, I will pay. Don't you the the usual Apple TV price to rent a movie five ninety nine for like a big hit? Put it for nine ninety nine. Yes, I will rent it <laughs> right now. There is no way I'm going to see this shit in a the theater unless I can rent it out with a bunch of people and 
get inebriated. I want to watch this movie in the comfort of my own home, inebriated with friends, so I can yell at it. I totally. This is Producers brilliant. Why didn't you go into put business? This on Apple TV <laughs> and the assorted other Google Play, Roku, whatever's today. Please do it so that I can rent it for Brett as his belated birthday present. Stole me cameo. <laughs> I'll get you a cat cameo. Oh my gosh. Didn't Grumpy uh, Cat die? Yeah, you did. In 2019. RIP. RIP. Oh, and I just want to give one one shout out before we go to Sir Duke. He is a listener. He got engaged this year and he loves the podcast. So I think he's probably listening. So I just want to say congrats, Sir Duke and Nicole. They got engaged. Did he pay to cameo you <laughs> in our podcast? <laughs> when are we selling ads? <laughs> You know, I just love, I love the listeners. Got to give them shout outs. Crazy. This is, this has gone off the rails. Yes. (laughs) This is what happens when we don't have the structure of VV to keep us accountable. Here, we're ending on cats and Richard Jewell with both both (laughs) guilty and innocent. How could you know? It's impossible Until I see it. (laughs) All right. Well, I suppose we'll talk on New Year's Day. Yeah, yeah. For the circle pod. Thank you, everyone, for sending us questions and comments on such short notice. We know this was like a real curveball, but, you know, when you when you find out that a star from BB21 listens to your podcast, you've got to share it with the world and thank do you. an hour-long podcast about it. Yeah, thank you, Cliff Hogg III, for listening. <laughs> mm-hmm. And thank you, even if you aren't Cliff Hogg III, all you listeners out there. We hope you had a wonderful holiday season. We hope you're rested and rejuvenated for 2020 and a whole new decade of Big Brother to come. Goodbye, Julie. Bye, Julie.